Do you know what this is? It's a medical report on you. The doctors say you have anxiety neurosis to the point of being paranoid. Doctors don't know shit. How many weapons are you carrying besides this cannon? An MP15. What else? A Glock 50. And? An A3 assault shotgun. That's not paranoid. I don't know what the fuck is. I'm surprised you don't have a grenade launcher. Couldn't get a permit. This isn't funny! I just want to be ready. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! Boogie Woogie Man. You know the Boogie Woogie Man would buy a ticket himself to see Ric Flair and Michael T.A. Get it on, baby. I mean, a front row seat. I'll buy a ticket to watch this thing come together, baby. Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Ryan has joined us here. You are. That's what I meant. Of AWA man. Wrestling. Yeah, the Boogie Woogie Man. It's Boogie Woogie Brown, right? <laughs> I don't think his name was Boogie Woogie Brown. It was Boogie. Boogie Woogie Brown, uh, man, hold on a second, something's going on. Uh-oh. Yeah, see, I'm trying to explain, man, since Tim has a crazy theory that since ever, since we went back and started numbering. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, shit. I think Tim, <laughs> I'll post it. Tim's getting raided. Oh, what, what, what's breaking news. Oh, just, shit. Uh, just seen my brother on the Penguin game. No shit. Yeah, literally, the wife just fucking paused it, and there he was. So you never, you didn't get tickets tonight, then, huh? No, I did not get tickets. Anyway, I'm trying to explain to the the people before Tom Gross made a surprise appearance. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That uh, Tim thinks we're being tapped by the government. Explain, Tim. Uh it just ever since you started doing 
after Trump, after the election, and this was even on the other computer, which, yes, I busted up with a hammer on my front porch yesterday before I started drinking. Oh, man, where's the live video of that? (laughs) Busted that computer up for the garbage can (laughs) and started drinking afterwards. Did you have to bust it up and hide it in a garbage bag so the garbage man would take it? Yes, yes. That's what we have to do around here, too. (laughs) Yep. But, uh, after I did that and, uh, it, well, anyhow, with that old computer, well, my old computer, zombie pewter and that, but it seems like after you started doing the after Trump uh-huh. episoding, like the number of the episodes, yep. it takes three to five seconds on your end for some reason to know I'm on. I can hear you. Yes, sometimes you forget to push the button. Sometimes. Sometimes. But there not, is some weird delay in Skype ever since then. Hmm. We're being monitored. Yes, I'm just uh, just uh, just pointing out something that it's kind of weird, but you know it's... Ha- and <laughs> so you're brewing step three now? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm brewing. I, I made... Uh, my taco game was on point today. I was trading uh, burrito tips, which we'll get to in our question portion with uh, T-Shirt Joe today. Okay. But, yeah, like I said, ever since then, for some reason or another, and maybe it is just me, but there's, like, this delay on Skype of us, like, basically connecting. I can't explain it, but it hmm. just happens. Maybe we'll be lucky, and, some, and the ghost of Roddy Roddy Piper will send us magic sunglasses in the mail. Oh, that would be awesome. I would fucking love it. Yes. Yeah. The reason I bring this up is, like, it really does seem right after that, hmm. all of a sudden, it's not that we have problems with it. It just, all of a sudden, it just has this little delay, and that's why I'm sitting here laughing almost every week when you're sitting there, hello, hello. <laughs> It's like, I can hear you, I know what's going on, but it's what's not going on, that's the problem. Do you think it's a situation like in Casino where the government's allowed to listen for so long and if we don't talk about drug or mob shit, they have to hang up? Well, are we are we starting conspiracy hour? Yeah, it's conspiracy hour. Let's go. It's conspiracy hour. Let's get all get our tinfoil hats on. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality... And if this is true, now we're going to get real deep here for a minute. Oh, shit. Uh, if anyone's been paying attention, I know very little of this. Let's put that out there right now. Okay. But I've started reading a little bit recently because I've been hearing some other people talk about this. There's a fight about the Internet right now. They want to sell your – they want to sell to the third party every website you've ever been to. Even though that's you could set up as many privacy settings you want, they basically want to sell your browser history to outside parties. And, oh, this, oh. Is gov- and this is the government. They want it to happen. You and mean that's also, not going on already? I figured that was Yeah, well, that's happening. already going on, but they want to make it like completely where anybody can do it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can just take it and go with it. But also, too... Uh, there is a lot of talk, especially with Trump in office, that by the end of his term, 
And this has been brewing for many years, even during the Obama administration. And supposedly Obama was very, very firm on never letting this happen, but a lot of people behind the scenes want it to happen, that you will have – there will be basically two different internets. There already is. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying one you will pay for and one you will not. And the it, one you won't will be government government sanctioned? Uh, well, the other one will too, but you got to be part of the you got to be part of the one percent. Like oh. it's gonna come down to that. Like they're, they're, we're getting deep here, man. We're getting deep. But going back to the original thing here, there is a theory, and it is the same thing. Like they even touch upon it in X Files episodes. You're allowed to listen to the phone calls, and you're allowed to listen for so long. The government. The same has always been said, but never proven. That they listen to everything and anything that goes on during on the internet, especially if you're doing Skype, FaceTime, you name it. They are they are allowed to listen for the first ten, fifteen minutes or something like that. I just figured that was going on already for years and years and years. Yes, but it hasn't been proven. That's the big thing. But there's a lot of talk of that. But that's part of. Conspiracy hour here on Bloodbath and Boomsticks. I just figured that was happening. But yeah, like I said, I haven't read, I'm not well read into this situation. I'm just touching, like, just touching the iceberg that supposedly this is. Like, this is the new, uh, hot conspiracy topic right now. It's no longer aliens. It's no longer, it, it, it all has to do with what's going on with the internet. Like, there is, Stuff for brewing, let's say. Shit's going down? Uh-oh. Yeah. Well. There's stuff for brewing, my friend. You know, we give our shit away for free, so I don't think we're allowed to bitch about it. <laughs> I, I'm not bitching about it. Uh, it just... It, 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 it sucks, it, yeah, but... Yeah, really just pointing out some of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. It's just... Uh, hey, <laughs> you'd be surprised. But yes, I, I w- no, not really. I, were, I wouldn't. Most people would. I wouldn't. But that that's part of Conspiracy Hour. Do you have anything to add to Conspiracy Hour on Bloodbaths and Boomsticks? And I'm sure our fans would love to hear us talk about conspiracies a lot more than NFL football. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. who. Uh, my, my, my personal conspiracy is the Kennedy assassination. Everybody knows that was a fucking hoax, but I digress. That you trying to say they're not holding Kennedy's brain somewhere? Oh, they've got Kennedy in a robot, just like Futurama, I'm sure. His head is kicking around a jar somewhere. It's just, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. That is just a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. <laughs> That's a three-hour-long show in and of itself. But anyway, uh, I saw some movies. <laughs> you sure? Are we done already with yeah. this hour? Yeah, Conspiracy Hour. I mean, there's a million podcasts out there if you want to get to the conspiracy game. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. There's some I believe, some I don't believe lizard people. Um, I believe the JFK one. Uh, how, uh, um, evidently, Shaquille O'Neal thinks the earth is flat now. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, that, but I, I That's know. not a conspiracy. That's called stupid people. Yeah, I don't know. There's hollow earth, all kind of shit. It's... That could be. We need to do a show like that, a conspiracy show one day. Like we need oh, to do we, another wrestling show. A conspiracy show would be pretty good. Real quick, 
We, real quick, noticed we had a message on one of our Facebook pages and basically said, thank you very much. I bought Spookies from Yins this weekend. And it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. said that. Said that. I think I responded to that. Yeah, just uh, just seen it. Awesome. We, we it showing up on my Facebook page. We never answered them. We fucking. Can- <laughs> I don't know that. Ah oh, man, our fa- like the second the bloodbath and boom six. I wish I could delete that. Like I don't. Yeah, want- the one that ha- that yeah. we don't go to, but stuff still pops up on there. That's yeah, the weird. Like I don't know how to just completely get rid of that it's the same thing with me and my aol account yeah it that i i i thought i got rid of it i thought it was gone and it's not. apparently it's not but the sad part is i'll still get like this most random email from people who actually know my other email or know how to get a hold of me through facebook and i will get stuff through there and it's re- really weird to be honest with you weirdo um anyway uh i did see some fucking movies okay some pretty kick-ass movies uh first uh uh-oh what happened did zombie people i lost my pin behind the computer hey go look for it maybe you can find another (laughs) dvd that's true that's never coming back (laughs) oh there's a couple of things that are probably never coming back i'm gonna have to do what i did with uh the computer this week and i'm gonna be busting it up at some point when i get my laptop I'm going to have to bust this up and get rid of it. Tear it up. Yep. Throw uh, it up. Maybe throw it on the fire at my brother's house. There you go. Put it on the pins game. Throw uh, it out on, on the ice. Come on, you bitch. <laughs> throw it out on the ice, Tim. When Crosby scores. Hey, we used to take stuff to ECW at the convention center all the time. Hell yeah. We took a used tampon machine once. Did uh, Jack hit anybody with that? Uh, Yes. We oh, took really? a uh, we took hockey sticks. We took pumpkins. Uh, took a refrigerator door. Hell yeah! Uh, we took all kinds of stuff. Why isn't this coming on? Anyhow, what did you watch this week? <laughs> I got to see Get Out. How was Get Out? Because I'm everybody that has seen it I'm, is telling me I need to see this. Uh, I, I really I liked it a lot. Uh, the, okay, the girlfriend. We took bets because we were going to go see Logan, but I'd already seen it. And she was just like, well, we saw the other two and they kind of sucked. So pass. Um, We I work in Ohio with a bunch of farm kids and they're all, you know, pretty racist. And a lot of them seen it and they knew I was a movie fan. They were like, you're never going to believe like you. We're not going to tell you, but you're never going to guess what the black people are. Or, or the whiteies doing to the black man. And I'm like, okay. So, like, it's, they're like, it is not what you seem, what it seems to be. And I'm like, okay, well then, uh, I, my guess, we took a bet, me and the girlfriend. <clears throat> I guess the white people were werewolves. And the girlfriend, <laughs> the girlfriend guessed that they were robots. We were both wrong. And I am not gonna tell you what was going on, but it's really, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool, cool little, like, it's not very original. I mean, I've seen, it's it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets the Stepford Wives with a little Texas Chainsaw Massacre thrown in. I was going to say, because watching the trailers, it, it intrigues me because it's not your, 
typical. No, it's not. And that's horror what, film. That's what is awesome about it. It's yeah, like I said, you don't know. We we were both wrong. We were neither war. It was. I thought werewolves was a better idea personally. Yeah. If they just all woofed out at the end, and like the black guy's like, "Shit, you're werewolf." I thought that would have been like the fucking coolest thing. But no. Um, the it's a there's a bunch of race stuff in there, but it's it's not like they don't get real deep into it. It's like you know the black guy goes to the white girl's parents' house for the weekend, and they're just like, oh, they're they're always the ones that are bringing up, oh, we're not racist and don't worry. And and he's like, okay, but you're bringing it up like 970 times. What's going on here? Um, Mm -hmm. It's just shit shit like that. And uh, the casting, Bradley Whitford's awesome, like always. Steven Root's in there. I love that fucking dude. It's just a really fucking, it's a really good movie. And uh, I think it was way better than Split. That's for sure. With uh, the ending, how it ends, you were like, I'm sitting there watching, and I was like, oh, shit, the clues were there the whole time. I can't believe I fucking, like, didn't I didn't see what was going on, and it was it, it kind of shocked me. But, uh, yeah, it's it's real, real good. Uh, I saw it, and this is, it's been out for four weeks, and it's still making a lot of money, so. Yeah. Good yeah, for him, well, man. I was going to say, that's making a bunch of money. Logan's still making some money. Uh... I was going to say, I know Get Out is making some news about the money it's making, even with Beauty and the Beast in the theaters, which is just like, of course, just dominating. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, geez. What the fuck, man? What? I don't understand. I was talking to Joe about this earlier. Okay, so all the soccer moms were, like, pissed that there's a openly gay character in... I, again, this goes back to conspiracy hour. It's not conspiracy. It's just no, fucking I, soccer I, moms are stupid. No, I don't even think it's that who started it. You have to go. You have to dig deeper. Who well, started? Let, it. Let's dig real deep. Uh, can we just? I mean, clearly, I've always saw the Bad Hatter as a gay character. I was going to say clearly, like, um, you can make this? an argument of just about every animated Disney movie that has been ever made. There is a gay character yeah. somewhere in there. Doesn't matter. No. Just watch the fucking movie because you're going to give them the, your money anyhow, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Soccer but moms the, get fucking out of whack about everything. But just, there's a lot of, like, this is goes back to some of the Trump supporters. That's were, exactly who these people were at the theater when I saw all those people. D- yeah, this, there, there's somebody just written an article about this last week or the week before, and I was reading it just out of the shits and giggles that it, it wasn't, like, actual real people. Like, the movie hadn't been out, like, released yet. Are you saying this was fake news? <laughs> Not that it was fake news, but kind of like a go- like a Ghostbusters oh, like, thing on a yeah. smaller scale. Okay, like, I get you. There, there was uh, there was people trying to get something started about the gay character in Beauty and the Beast and trying to make it a bigger deal than it was. And I guess Disney came out and basically said, yes, this is our first, like, we legitimately tried to put a gay character in the movie, which then it goes back to the argument. 
what were you doing any other time? <laughs> like, what made you come out and say this? Yeah, like, I've always been a fan of any incarnation of Alice in Wonderland, but that 1951 version that Disney did, whole, like, clearly the Mad Hatter and the Mark Herring gay. Clearly. Well, you that's know, what I'm just saying. Like, it, it's stuff that we've accepted for a very long time. Yeah, it's not but like for, Disney was brainwashing me or anything. Yeah, it's 2017, and it... It, I don't know what it is, but ever since, even right before the election, everything has been set back 40 years. Well, you know what years. that is. The, the Midwestern. That's that's us Midwestern like, idiots. All of a sudden, like, I feel like I've come out of a time machine. Like, I am Marty from Back to the Future. All the people <laughs> in the Midwest want it to be 1957 again, and they can't – all the farmers and shit, and they can't figure out, like – you know, that's why Trump got elected, because, you know, you were sick of being told that you can't do stuff. But the, the problem is, I'm not Marty McFly from Back to the Future 1. Right. I'm Marty McFly from Back to the Future 2, the, where the I come back to the... Where, yeah, where I come back to alternate future. Biff, Biff world the, is going on right now. But You're the right. only problem is, this alternate future only exists in certain places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. It is like we're living in Biff world. Yes, Biff World is five blocks down from my house, but the rest of Pittsburgh, you know what I mean? It's 2017, and you're like, gay character in Beauty and the Beast? Who gives a flying shit, you know? Because the other thing that kills me is, like, this, this this was trying to be, like, a Ghostbusters thing. They were trying to tank it, is that what? Yes, and the sad part is, it wasn't even the people that t- t- did work their ass off to tank Ghostbusters. It wasn't even them. <laughs> this, this was, a, was like somebody really jumped on the wormhole and just didn't come out for like a week, week and a half and said, just it's amazing the lengths that people were going to. But the whole point was he linked it back to Twitter accounts and accounts that only talk about Trump. Ah. And that was the point of the article. And like he, he even said at the beginning, his goal was not to make this a political thing, not to make this, th- you know, anything of that nature. But you can't deny the connection. And he said the sad part is for how many people there was a small group of people. They just happened to be this loud minority screaming it's like kind of like the penn state thing uh with jerry sandusky i know like you're in indiana and you only get to hear bits and pieces yeah but when you're this loud i hear it yeah yeah like here there is a lot of penn state alumni there i'd say 85 percent of them you know will say oh yeah Joe Paterno should have gone to jail if he lived also (laughs) you know basically like i still don't know about that Oh no, dude, dude, you, yeah, that's a wormhole someday. You need to go down. Well, aren't but, we getting? A, uh, dude, oh God, we're way down the wormhole now. Well, I'm just gonna say, are we getting point, an Al Pacino movie about that or some shit? There's rumors of that, but the point is, the the biggest point is, is that 85 percent of the Penn Staters just wanted it to go away, didn't want anybody to talk about. It. You know what I mean? Yes. Just exactly. like any normal person said, yes, this is horrible. It's disgusting. Let them do what needs to be done. Let it go. 
but that 15%, the Joe Pa supporters, would not let this go. They took down the statue and they flipped that until they decided they're going to put the statue back up. They flipped that because, you know, there was talk like they were banned from going to bowl games. Oh, my God. No, no, no. No one would talk about how about these kids that are now in their 20s and their lives are completely ruined. Nobody wanted to bring it up. And it was just like everybody, this 15%, this minority basically wanted you to think nothing ever happened. Like literally nothing ever happened. That Joe Paterno should still be alive. <laughs> like, God, it, it's a conspiracy. They gave him cancer. Yeah, it just, it is, oh man, it, it, I'm just trying to point out there, you know, sometimes there's just that loud minority of completely people off the rocker is <laughs> to put it kindly well who's worse those people or people that are like they take every everything that goes down in any situation and makes it about themselves well those people or just in, the same people that i well i was gonna say mostly those are the same people okay and bringing that up, uh, watched PCU. PCU! <laughs> and PCU, it, we, even the We're wife. We're living in PCU right now. Yes, you know that, exactly. Right? It's weird. It's funny. And I just like the, the line Jeremy Piven's character has in there. He's like, yep, these are, these people protest. And he's like, it lasts about a week. And then they find something else. Yep. Yeah. And, it's just, and it, that's what exactly is going on right now. But yeah, Beauty and the Beast was supposed to be taken down by the gay character. The evil, it's coming to us that they're making us watch in our kids' movies. I don't know. I know the things make, like, I had no idea that it was going to, fuck, what the fuck are we talking, fuck that movie. I don't give a shit about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Oh, no, dude, I can't wait. I'm waiting for the group. We're getting brainwashed by Disney to talk about the fucking movie, Tim. I'm waiting for the groups to start bitching about the autistic Muppet that is now on Sesame Street. There's an autistic Muppet? Yes, they just, I guess it just premiered like, um, it's supposed to be like a four-year-old girl or five-year-old girl, I believe. And basically it has autistic characteristics. Can't talk right now. But the point is, like, it shows how the Sesame Street characters and the humans are learning about autism during certain episodes. And it's, I, I thought it was really cool because, you know, I have an autistic kid, but it's, I've seen some of the clips that they're doing with the character and everything, and I think they've done a wonderful job. Oh, well, it's Sesame Street, man. They, they're fucking great and, no oh, yeah, what, but I'm waiting know? for that small minority group to just, you know, that just that just that group of people to, OK, um, our campaign against Beauty and the Beast didn't work. So let's start bitching about the autistic Muppet. Well, they've they, I think they shot their wad on Sesame Street when they were, uh, you know, when when Elmo touched the kids in the butthole. <laughs> or when Elmo touched Katy Perry's vagina. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know about this one. <laughs> Haven't you seen the YouTube flip? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, there's just like, it was, it was just literally the most accidental thing in the world. But it was just like, I, I forget what exactly it is, but <laughs> like almost touches her vagina. 
Good for Elmo. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> she was on episode. It's the most ridiculous thing. But you really have to go watch it. And it's just like, okay. And then you watch it a second time and you go, oh. And it's just like, you're yeah. bitching about that. I got I to gotta look up elbow. I might get some weird search results if I put in <laughs> yeah. elbow, so you might, vagina, you might, Katy Perry. You might get search results that you cannot get off your computer ever again. You know what? If they're going to sell my browser history, I want to cut because I did the work. Uh, Fair's fair, right? Yes, yes. But anyhow. Do I have to get all fucking uh, Billie Jean on these fuckers? Fair is fair. I looked at the sites. You're making the money. I want the fucking – I want some money, goddammit. Before everybody tunes away from us since we keep going down wormholes. Yep. So you seen Get Out, and mm-hmm. you're you're saying it's good, and not gonna give away the ending. Not gonna give away the ending because it's it's pretty good if you pay attention. All the clues are there. Uh, it's about race without being a, about race. I don't. Which one's Jordan Peele? Is he the fat guy or the tall guy? Uh he's the he's the fat guy. The tall guy. Well, not uh, real fat, but yeah, I know what you're talking about because the other dude is just yeah, he is a tall, skinny dude. Yeah. Um, the so, other dude is key. Okay, we're talking about Fartrell Cluggins. <laughs> yes. And not Demarius Poopsie. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. That's a good way to put it, yes. Gotcha. Yes, because Key, really key like is him. in, like, everything this to guy's begin got, with. Yeah, this guy's got a fucking director. Like, he's good. He's real yeah. good. And I want to see more. Which, if the casting is correct, in the new Predator movie, Key is supposed to be in that. Oh, cool. Yeah, if I if I read the correct like a couple weeks ago, somebody uh, posted the, the here's the cast so far for Predator, the new Predator film, and he's in it. Maybe uh, Fartrell Cluggins will dunk on a Predator. That'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. That would be the fucking best thing in the world if if Latrarius Poopsie fucking bus moves on the Predator. That'd be great. Anyway, uh, I watched that. And I watched something else. I can't fucking remember. What the shit? I have gone fucking stupid, Tim. Yeah, you told me you watched all kinds of movies. I don't remember what they were. Fuck, I should write this shit down. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, okay. Uh, Today, I watched Passengers. Do you remember that movie? Yes. (laughs) It came out last year sometime. It's pretty good. You can't tell, like... It's super bombed at the box office because, no, you, you know, you watch the trailers and you're like, okay, this is in oh. space, but I have no idea what it's about. And it's it's pretty much like a love story in space. I, I kind of dug it. But there's some action-y stuff. You know, it's Chris – it's the two biggest Hollywood people right now. It's Chris Pratt and uh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Chris Pratt is just in this right now. Until the next Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. movie comes out. Yeah, this is going to hold him over pay-wise. But yes. it's, it's it's a love story in space. What it is is Chris Pratt, uh, is they're all sleeping in alien sleep chairs. Whatever. Yes. And his just breaks. And he wakes up 98 years early. And he lives on this space station, you know, kind of not going crazy, but just like, slowly becoming lonely as shit he lives on it for a year and a half when he decides that he's gonna open up 
Jennifer Lawrence, that's her name, Jennifer Lawrence. Is yes, there. yes. And then, you know, the romance happens. They have an android bartender that's really cool, and the romance happens, and then the bartender kind of spills the beans that Chris Pratt opened her shit up on purpose, and then she get, and then, you know, the honeymoon's over. Yeah, because I was going to say, that I, I thought I, I noticed that from the trailer, and I was like, okay, you're giving this part away. Why do I want to watch this movie? Because it, it gets pretty good at the uh, about forty, about fifty minute, fifty five minute mark. Uh, the intercom just comes on, and presto, uh, uh, Morpheus is there. Morpheus, <laughs> Lord Fishburne just shows up out of nowhere, and he he's woken up like fifty years, or I don't know, like way early. Uh, slowly every system of the ship is failing and they have to figure he wakes up and it fucks i don't it doesn't really go it fucks his body up and his cells kind of like are degenerating at a super fast pace and he's only alive for like a day and a half enough to you know uh hip him to what they need to do to survive and turns out like two years ago a comet like shot through a part of the ship and everything starts to fail and special effects go crazy. They're, you know, the, they lose gravity and the pool water almost drowns Jennifer Lawrence. And I'll tell you what, I like that chick. She's great. She's, she's just fucking awesome. Oh, she's probably one of the people I'll watch do anything. I think the best thing she's ever did is winter's bone though. That is a, have you ever seen that? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people want to give her the winter bone. I want to give her the winter bone. She's fucking gorgeous. No, she's that's a good fucking movie. It's about meth dealers in the hills, which is one of my favorite side, you know, genre things or whatever you want to call it. I love it. It's a good show. But Passengers, you know what? I, I recommend it. It's pretty good. It's got a love story. It's got action. And Jennifer Lawrence at one point just completely breaks into Chris Pratt's joint. And kicks the living fuck out of him. Punches him and kicks, just fucking gang stomps his ass. It, it was fucking pretty shocking, but I liked it. What have you been watching that's not PCU? Because <laughs> Gutter is a tool. Well, I, it was just one of those things. I seen it was like coming on as I was going out, like the quick out yesterday. Great, and it's like, I, I, yeah, it's like, I got to hit the DVR on this. I, I want to watch this again. Because it, it's like when PCU came out, literally, it's like, this is when I ahead. tried college. Yep. It's way and, ahead of its time, too, now looking back. Oh, yeah. And I love balding Jeremy Piven. He doesn't want to give up that he's balding, though, man. Yeah, he looks younger now than he did. In uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's just uh, watched PCU and just enjoying that again. It's the only uh, thing I could stand David Spade in. Well, it also has uh, Megan Ward in it from yep. Crash and Burn. Got a lot of which, people in that fucking movie. Yeah, it has her in it, David Spade, um, John Farvaro, um. I'm missing one other big name that's the chick, in there. The chick in the band. I forget who the, she is because I know the Megan, blonde. Yeah, the the dark haired one. Yeah, yeah, she's somebody. Then let's not forget George Clinton in the P Funk band. P-Funk? 
Yes, they're they're all in there. But yeah, there is one more big name that's in that movie that I'm forgetting. But anyhow, watch that. I couldn't remember, and I know we talked about this, and I think John Cross brought it up on the show, Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, he said it was pretty good. I started watching it. It's by the guy who did Ghostbusters, and I kind of just went, eh, it's funnier than I gave it credit for, but it's still yes. not like... Yes, I was going to say, it's much funnier than it should be. Yeah. And the reason being is not so much Melissa McCarthy as much as Jason Statham not being like transporter. We're getting like Jason Statham. Like if he was Michael Dudikoff, <laughs> Jason Statham. God damn. I never saw it like that. Every other line is Statham like, yes, I, 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 I drove a helicopter once and cut in half. You don't know the pain. It's just like every line is him saying something he did in some war or something. And it's, it is possibly the most out of character, like character kind of type of movie that I've seen Statham in, in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like he isn't, he is supposed to be like this big time. I beat everybody up, you know, kind of CIA agent. And in reality, he's just fucking everything up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's that guy. And it's still not a fantastic movie. At least I don't think so. It's not fantastic, it's okay. but I was entertained. I I laughed a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, Lights Out. I think you told me you've seen this one with Maria Bello. And not watched this one yet. I, it just oh, you have not watched this one? Then it must have been Don't Breathe. Yeah, I watched Don't Breathe. Dan told okay. me Lights Out. Lights Out is the one that came. They, they took a short film and made it feature length, and it just doesn't yes. work. It's barely feature length. It's like 80 minutes long. Yeah, it just didn't. Man, that and the Bye Bye Man came out at the same time, and I'm like, you guys are just trying uh, way too th- hard. Now that I've sat on this for a few days, I kind of liked it, but oh, I could tell you, I could tell you right now, this movie wasn't made for people over 25. Maybe that's yeah, exactly why I'm not very interested in that. Oh, did your brother <laughs> did your brother show back up at the Penguins game? No, uh, Penguins are losing, I believe, 3-1, and the wife is now bitching about the goaltender because he is a asshat. But anyhow. <laughs> Who are they playing? Uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, that's your arch enemy, isn't it? Yeah, but they're not going to make the playoffs, and it's so fucking awesome because it's going to be 42 years since they've been since they've won a cup. In the 42 years since they've been to the cup, Penguins have won it four times. I was going to say, the Penguins won last year, didn't they? Yes, they did. So did Philadelphia. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, you know our good buddy J-Dog's a Philadelphia Flyer fan, right? <laughs> yes. And guess what? Oh, Go man. fuck yourself. Because <laughs> I fucking hate the Flyers. They could go suck a bag of dicks long and hard because you're not ever winning a Stanley Cup, especially as long as Bobby Clark is still alive. Until that old bastard goes into the grave, Yins will never have a chance of winning the Cup. But anyhow... Take that, Flyers fan. <laughs> and Yins are jealous because we had Crosby, we have Lemieux, got the best ownership in NHL, fuck off. But anyhow, Night Visitor, 
Watch this movie. Have you ever seen Night Visitor? Uh-uh. Okay, this is a late played, 80s film. I've played Night Trap. <laughs> Night Trap. With Dana Plato on the Sega CD. That game was awesome. Which, by the way, apparently, uh, totally off subject. Don't tell me they're going to make that a movie. No, somebody's doing a witchcraft box set. Holy shit, it's going to weigh like 20 pounds. Yes, exactly. Just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, Night Visitor is high school student sees uh, a satanic killing going on. And is we're talking late 80s, like 89. Okay. Uh, here's the people that's in the movie. Elliot Gold, Richard Roundtree, Michael Pollard, Shannon Tweed, and Terry Weigel. You just described every Cinemax movie that you ever played. Yes, and basically everybody showed up in this movie for ten minutes to collect their paycheck. It's a, it's a fun watch, but it's hilarious because you could literally tell, like, okay, this person was here for two days, this person was here for a day, this person was on set for three days. You know what I'm saying? It was that kind of thing. It just, I'll I'll watch Race with the Devil. Thank you very much. It sounds. Not as good. No, it was it was decent. I enjoyed Night Visitor, but you know, this is why I'm here. I find mm-hmm. stuff like this. Uh finally got to watch Catacombs from Empire Pictures and Charles Band. I've always wanted to see that. God damn it. I, I can tell you this. After I watched it, I found out it has popped up on YouTube now. Oh sweet. Yes. It's on YouTube and I do know now it is, I believe, on the Shout Factory Roku channel because they just released a DVD of it. It's in the four pack. It, I think. I think it's on a two pack. I thought it was in that four pack with Treasure of the Four Crowns. Catacombs. It might be a different Catacombs. Catacomb. This cat. There's like four movies called Catacombs. This is Empire Pictures, 1988. Charles Band, of course. But I believe this is. But yeah, either way, you might be right. It, God only knows. But I'm just saying, I thought I seen it on a two pack Blu-ray. But it has been released recently by Shout Factory. So who's in this? Uh, nobody. But oh. it, this it, this is like how to put it. This is like one of the last movies that got released. This is like uh, with dolls and I'm trying to think like uh, robot jocks. I thought Some dolls this- was the last one. It, Dolls, I, I think, was the last one made, but they weren't the last one released. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like th- this, because this was all like 1987, 88. Because Puppet Master came out in '89, and it was kind of one of those things uh, where I guess like he was just trying to get like he built up such a catalog of Empire Pictures like movies. And it goes back to what Jeff Burr was talk- telling us the story about, like, he would have so many projects going at once and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And just basically, it finally, like, it, I guess the bubble burst and he moved on from Empire Pictures to Full Moon Pictures. Well, there were still movies still being released with his name on it. He is going to – dude, Charles Band is the Tupac of independent cinema. That fucker's going to die one day, and ten years from his death, the fucker's still going to be putting out shit. Yeah, and it just basically, this was one of those movies, like, it took another year for this to be out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, I think it was probably filmed in 86, 87, and didn't find its way until 88. Hmm. But, yeah, it, it's decent, basically, you know. It, but uh, it, it, I believe it was 
Italian or it was near the same set of uh, subspecies over there in uh, Transylvania or wherever he had his castle. Oh, we're not talking about northern Italy. We're talking about the real Italy here. The real Italy, okay. yeah. I think this is when uh, he was in between where he was moving to the castle, the full moon castle. The lease was up, probably. Yes, and basically, uh, basically, uh, there's a satanic creature underneath uh, this abbey where priests from all around the world come to and do their studies. And he uh, basically, a woman comes to basically study what the priesthood does there, and this dude gets <laughs> this dude gets released. What happened now? Did somebody? What ha- was it? A- did he get hit? Did he get hit in the head? Somebody call high sticking on some fuckers. Yes, MVC does suck. So he probably took an illegal hit to the head. Okay, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Kate and Dad get in the same room. <laughs> Sounds like my dad watching football. Lord Christ! <laughs> you said you sound like his dad watching the Browns games. Clearly, <laughs> still going. <laughs> Great podcast stuff, but anyhow. Basically, it's it's a decent – it's an Empire Pictures film. You know what you're getting out of it. It got some blood and guts in it. It's pretty cool. I enjoyed it, but it was one of those movies just like uh, a couple years ago when Charles Band put in, I believe, the first Delirium magazine and put on – when he redid the full moon, uh, full moon streaming and all that stuff, he put out a list <clears> – excuse me, a list of every movie he was a part of. Oh, Jesus, this is like a phone book. Oh, yeah, there was, ooh, I think, was it 400 films? Something like that? Oh. And I I was basically going through it, and Catacombs was like a movie that I heard about, never seen, and had it on one of my lists of movies I've always looked for. Well, this past week, I finally randomly just found it, and I found it. Like on the Roku, but at the same time, I found it on a cable channel too. Mm. So it was just one of those things. And then I found out later on that Child Factory has released a DVD of it, but it's also on YouTube. Like out of nowhere, this movie was not out of print, but as much as just hard to find. And now it's everywhere all of a sudden. So if you get bored, you're, you know, you want to watch uh, Empire Pictures, it's not Robot Holocaust. There you go. <laughs> And then, of course, I've watched Shark Exorcist, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. We are going to talk about it. We are yes. going to talk about it. But anyway, I got some news. Okay. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Well, it seems like the big news today is that director John Carpenter says... And I wouldn't have brought this up if it was from, well, maybe sort of like bloody disgusting or some shit. Start this over again? Uh, what? John so, Carpenter says Robert Rodriguez is directing oh. the Escape from New York remake. What's yes. Gross stink. I, I'm, 
I, I got on a, I believe I got in the middle of a discussion. Rick, uh, brought this up and somehow a bunch of people from Horror Realm made themselves known on this page and started talking about it. I'm with Rick, like, I don't understand. This remake is not gonna, I, I, I will believe, cause this remake's been going on for a couple years now. Oh man, like, about seven or eight, yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's just, it, but we've heard everyone from Gerard Butler to, um, forgetting the dude's name right now, but they've had a couple of people in a Snake Plissken. And it was like, I just don't see, I understand Carpenter has a relationship with Robert Rodriguez, but I don't see what Robert Rodriguez gets out of remaking Escape from New York. I don't know. It seems like his type of movie. It does, but again, I go back to what does he get out of remaking it? I don't know, but, but honestly, I don't think – that guy's okay. He's not as – I don't have a problem with it. I'm yeah, just wondering what does he get out of it? Why – I'm not even saying do a sequel. That's what do I'm like, saying. I'm surprised it's not like Robert Rodriguez and Grindhouse Pictures present uh, Escape from Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah. That, you, know, you know what? Actually, it's a great idea. And you could bring old Kurt Russell back. Even if you do not, you don't have to. It just do a one-off. I it just I don't see. I think it's one of those things. This is like okay, sure. I'm I'm indifferent, honestly. Well, that's I, what I'm kind of saying without saying it. Is like okay, whatever. I'm. I mean, it's good and bad. I don't think. Oh man, would your shit what. When you are going in there to remake John Carpenter movie, you are treading on classics. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're treading on sacred ground to me. And Escape from New York does not fit. I I like that movie enough. He's bold. He is you on a I, I just I, I just don't understand <laughs> why Rodriguez has like any interest like other than your idea I would say do a one-off even without Kurt Russell I just I don't know it's it just it, it's one of those things it's like why hasn't this happened already and why is this news it should have bode well that it's been out there for that long. And yes, that's what I'm getting at. Is just like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, but the point was, it was funny because all of a sudden John Cross and Mike Watt are getting an argument about remakes, and it's like, why is this discussion going on? Oh, I didn't even see this. I'm gonna have to look at this now. Yeah, like they got in. I believe it's on that same thread. Where they got a discussion about that, and there's just me going, Ookla, Ariel, ride! <laughs> just, <laughs> just kept posting thunder <laughs> comments. Because <laughs> I was bored. We all win then. 
I'm re- I'm reading like what these two are arguing about, and it's like, who cares anymore? We've had this argument. Yeah. But I was with Rick. It's kind of like, why? Huh? You know? <laughs> well, why? It's because it's going to make money. People, it's a, it the will. Property but... people know. But it, I, I'm, I'm. If you ain't got Kurt Russell, don't fucking bother. In any capacity, just don't fucking bother. I don't think you're going to get Kurt Russell, though. No, you know what? Uh, he, you might. No, no. It's, it's, no, dude, he did. He did. Uh, what was the other movie that was in Grindhouse? Oh, the, the Death shitty Proof. one, Death Proof. Yeah, he yeah. did Death Proof, even though it was with Tarantino. I can see Kurt Russell doing a third. Escape from a New York movie. If I, I could see him doing a one-off or doing like something like, uh, hey, you know, doing it like a small part in the movie. Basically, sure. I could see him doing that. Well, what are your what are your thoughts on Escape from L.A.? Because I love. I know that's a very decisive movie, and I, I love it. I enjoy it. It's Is so it goddamn a, cheesy and stupid. Yes, it like, has this. Um, Fun, amazing cheese factor to the movie, which I think a lot of people don't get. Is it? Is it the best finished product? No. 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 I think uh, L.A. and I think it was one of those things where, again, people couldn't leave Carpenter alone anymore. That they had to put their hands in the cookie jar. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. it's. That is the Hollywood way. It, it just you you can't stop putting your hands in the cookie jar, and I think that was part of the problem. But I think what a lot of fans outside of the Bruce Campbell thing, like a lot of fans, are like, "Oh, that sequel sucked." No, it. <laughs> it didn't suck as much as I think some fans say. I think it just, like you said, it has a cheese factor, and it's a fun cheese factor to it. I love the ending of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an awesome ending. Anyway, that's all the yeah. that's all the fucking news I had. You got anything? No. Oh, it's question time. I know we have a fuckload of those. Okay, let me get to the questions here. Her, hold on. Let me write on just Facebook. Put, just put Kate on the mic. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> about the goalie. <laughs> well, that's what I'm writing on Facebook right now. Murray sucks a bag of dicks. Is that the goalie's name? Yes. They must be kicking their ass then. Yeah, I think it's like 4-1 now. But it's not even, like, they're horrible. Like, he should have stopped those (laughs) kind of goals. (laughs) The fix is in, huh? Yes. Come on, questions, come up. Man, remember when Facebook worked? Yeah, well, that, that's, yeah, I was going to say. Go uh, yeah. back and find anything you needed? The government, man. Fuck telling government. You, the government has slowed up Facebook. And that's the problem, man. Oh, and to the people that are disappointed to hear that I stopped watching Walking Dead, fuck you, too. Mm, 
I'm not disappointed. I'm surprised you you made it way longer than I did. Yeah, there were I, I forgot there was a couple of people at Horror Realm that said something, but recently there's a couple of people that like uh, as I'm working have mentioned asked me over the years like, oh, you watching Walking Dead? You would act like I just kicked their cat across the street as soon as I told them. Uh, yep, nope, Walking Dead sucks balls. I'm done. Too boring. What? Yeah, um, fucking Zal. Don't care. That's just, man, and I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but nothing can... It's boring. Yeah, it is. Like, maybe, maybe in a year or two or three, like, I'll go back when it's all said and done, and I'm not interested in that Fear the Walking Dead at all. Well, I'm not interested in that, but I also go back to two, season two, which was a jumping point off for quite a few people, including yourself, I believe. Yeah, man, T-Dog, you killed my boy and I'm out. Well, not even T-Dog, but you spent a season in a farmhouse. Uh-huh. That shouldn't la- it, it goes back to my argument between why I like Z Nation. I didn't want to see... I was just, I was sick to death of, like, you got, yeah, they showed you the shit out of the farmhouse. They showed you the shit out of the prison. Well, they, I want to see everything else, man. I want to see them all yeah, the road. Yeah, in, in timeline retrospect, they, like, have spent, what, three months in five years? And it's like... I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it's like Z Nation on Sci-Fi Channel. It's, it's cheesy and weird and just check your brain at the door kind of series that is. It, they have done it in five years, in like five seasons of Z Nation, it has gone something like 10, 12 years after the zombie apocalypse. They've actually moved the storyline along. They've actually showed other places. But it just, I, for me, I wanted The Walking Dead to move on, yeah. was my point. Well, at that and Rick, not everything has to be like the world's most serious fucking discussion. Shut the fuck up. Like I might be, I might be interested. The best thing they could do, if I was, if they hired me to be a writer on that show, I'd be like, here's what we're doing. We're killing Rick. That's the first thing we're gonna do. We're gonna kill Rick. We're we're done. We're done. That character has been done forever. Yeah. Anyway, questions. I'm, questions, I'm and we do have. Yeah, we do have a lot of them. And just in case people don't know, I do have my two disc copies of the Barn coming with me at Wasteland. They yes. are twenty bucks a piece. The box arrived at my house, so I will be bringing them with me. So for those that need a copy of the Barn, some of you have already emailed me. <laughs> I will have them. But anyhow. Your boy Josh, he wants to know, with Logan being the last Wolverine movie for Hugh Jackman, which I still question this, as well as... I think he's out, dude. uh, Not until Deadpool 2 or Deadpool 3 or whoever just said... Oh, maybe he'll do like a three-minute thing or something. Here's $20 million show up. Uh, With Logan being the last Wolverine movie for Hugh Jackman, as well as the end of the current X-Men series, how long do you think they should wait before they reboot it and is there anyone you know of right now that you would like to see play Wolverine the next time around? Well, I don't think I, – I think Wolverine is done. I don't think the X-Men franchise is done. I'm with you on that. I, I think um, if we're ever going to see a Wolverine, it'll be a girl. 
Yep, and it'll be the X-23 character. Yep. Um, it'll be the new mutants. Now, saying that, I want to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Or no, not Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I want to see... Oh, fuck. Well, I want to see uh, Carl Urban play everything. Yep, I want to see I want to see Dolph Lundgren play old Professor X. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just because he's done everything now. Dolph Lundgren is old Professor X. Oh man, if uh, I-, I wish we had a fucking time machine so we could go back and make like <clears throat> a really cheesy like 1973 made-for-TV X-Men movie starring Kelly Savalas as Professor X. And something like, uh, I don't know, um, Major Dad would be Wolverine or something. That'd be great. Major Dad. <laughs> the Simon and Simon guy. Yeah, the Simon and Simon guy <laughs> would, be, would be Wolverine. Telly Savalas would be Professor X. Uh, we'd have to punch in there as, like, Sarkastrata. Maybe, I don't know. No, um, um, not punch, the other guy. He would be oh. like an angel. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my pitch. Okay, uh, well, I, I I will throw in my two cents for Josh. Um, I don't see anybody at this time playing Wolverine, and I do not see them re- rebooting X Men anytime soon. I think they're going to wait at least ten years. But I do believe, like you said, I they are going to continue that storyline. We're going to see some incarnation. We're going to see something go on. But anyhow, Tristan Arley Martin, I've started studying, I've started studying, I've started wearing women's underwear. Do you think the reason is because my buddy keeps playing flicks like Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Tootsie, just one of the guys, and shit when I'm high? Um, just one of the guys is the most perplexing movie there ever is. <laughs> I haven't seen that in 15 years. Just for the mere reason, like, the whole climax of the film is she takes, rips her shirt open, and all of a sudden she has boobs. But the the whole movie, she doesn't have boobs. That's the only part I remember about that fucking movie. When when she's being friends with that dude. Yeah. And somehow she's flat-chested in every scene, and then all of a sudden she has, like, D-cups. I don't remember. At the prom. I got boobs! I'm a woman! <laughs> okay, <laughs> what was going on there? I don't know. That's why it's perplexing. Maybe I need to go back and watch that. That's one I don't ever go back to. Yeah, it just maybe yeah. I'll have like a weekend where I watch that and I watch Zapped and Zapped again and Joysticks. Joysticks, yeah, Joysticks. I just I Joysticks seen that. is perplexing because that movie's all about them trying to get that nerd to rape that dude's wife. <laughs> all that fucking movie is. <laughs> Because i seen that showed up on the Roku recently. <laughs> so I might have to... Uh, T-shirt Joe. Oh, God. Does Logan suck as much as Rogue One? No, neither suck, Joe. You suck. Uh, our boy Steve Benningfield wants to know, creepy clown doll smiles. What the fuck? I don't know what he's talking about. Hey, weren't we supposed to get, like, a trailer for It? Um, you, you got a teaser. Oh, is it anything worth watching? I haven't seen it. No, not really. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, I watched it today. Um, No. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... It's basically just, you know, Pennywise talking. And then eventually a clown holding balloons in the woods. Pass. That's the teaser. Uh, 
t-shirt. Joe wants to know, does it even matter who plays Cable in a movie? Such a shitty character. Cable's pretty cool, Joe. I mean, come on, man. Uh, it, uh, the closer we get to Cable being in a movie, the closer we're going to get to Mojo being in a movie, and I'm all about that shit. So uh, I think Kevin Nash would make an awesome fucking Cable. Got a couple of great questions here from Christopher Huziak. So, <laughs> how about... How about that shark exorcist, huh? <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that. Yes. Uh, he also wants to know, what was the most overrated film you saw that everyone raved about, leaving you feeling doubtful of your love of the genre? It Follows, The Blair Witch Project, should I'm I go on? You, I'm with you there. Um, I, I've always said Donnie Darko is overrated as shit. But I will tell you, the number one most I will not go as far as say Donnie Darko, but I, I understand where you're coming from, at least on that. The most overrated movie in fucking film, film fucking history is The Boondock Saints. Mmm. That movie is okay. I like it, but I, I know what your it argument is. is on this, and I understand no it way. totally. I, 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 I know I couldn't change your mind, but I know... Why you say it, and the argument is valid. It but is. even though I really enjoy that movie. I like it. It's okay, but it's not as good as everyone says it is. I'll tell you what. The documentary about making that movie is infinitely more more fascinating than that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a bunch of other ones, man. But yeah, I, I will, just – I will say – I will always say the Blair Witch Project, the, the first one – was to me way way overhyped, but recently I have to say it follows. It follows. I'm with you there. I, um, I, I really got to say that. I will say this: I have never been a fan of these two movies, the original Hellraiser and Pet Cemetery. See, but I don't find either of those overhyped. I think Pet Cemetery is. A little I don't. Bit. I I don't Hellraiser was one of those things it just appeared. Yeah, you I will give Hellraiser its due. It is original it, as shit and it's fucking gory and it's probably the I don't know. I I because I, I remember seeing Hellraiser in the video store like all of a sudden there was a standee of Pinhead and I was like what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, it was just like Okay, and I remember no one talking about that movie, and that's including the the horror magazines at the time. And I I was pleasantly surprised and have enjoyed Hellraiser since then. I can't but get yeah. into that first one, but the second one is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, there's kind of like this jumping off point. A lot of people have either said, I'm with the first one, hate the second one. I'm with the second one, I don't like the first one. But it pretty much everybody's in agreement. Once you start getting past those two, everybody's like, yeah, they yeah. stopped doing this. Yeah, after four, no pass. But anyhow, um, also, Christopher Huziak wants to know, is it bad to drink bleach? I'm taking a lot, not just a drop talking a lot i'm guessing he meant to say i hope he's not committing suicide while writing <laughs> questions into our show that would bum me out <laughs> yeah it would because his next question is if you fart and a little blood comes out on your underwear is that bad uh, that depends on how much chipotle you've been eating yes i mean there's a direct correlation between 
blood in your butthole in Chipotle. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we don't need to. <laughs> or do we need to? I don't know. There's an equation out question. there somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, like, what did I, I don't even remember. Kyle Pauling asks, I'm curious about what Joe Garcia thinks about non-Mexicans cooking traditional Mexican food. I ask this as I'm currently attempting to make fajitas. Yeah, I made badass fajitas. And T-Shirt Joe said, as long as it tastes good, it has some spice to it. And I agree with that. Yeah, they were good. For my first uh, time, I did pretty good. T-Shirt Joe does want to know, what is the most number of tacos you've eaten in one sitting? Tacos. I do remember me and my buddy, Chris Fires ordering a hundred tacos on 29 cent taco day at Taco Tico once. Ooh. We didn't eat them all, but we ordered a hundred and we got a hundred. I think I probably downed maybe seven, but we're talking th- like 29 cent tacos. Yeah. You know, how many? I mean, four is like an anorexic person with E4. I probably got seven. Well, that, that was, I was going to say, this has to be broken up into categories. Now, ones that you make at home or somebody makes for you at home or ones you get at a restaurant, Taco Bell, because I, I was going to say, I have two answers to this. Let's go with Taco Bell sized tacos. Okay. How many has Tim Gross dominated? Twelve. <laughs> God damn. I bet that was a bloody day in your butthole. Oh, it, it was definitely eruptus. Uh, which, surprisingly, yesterday I was throwing jalapeno peppers and uh, oh, habaneros on my burgers off the grill with some beer and... I didn't have any interruptus last night. I thought I was going to be <laughs> blowing some craters. But nothing. I was very surprised. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Oh, I think I might have found... Um... Hold on. Hold on. Uh... I think I found the trailer for the new Leatherface movie. Woo! Oh, well. I don't think this is it. This is just a movie called Leatherface. Eh. It looks pretty decent. Sure it isn't Jugface? It's not Jugface. It's just... uh, uh, Never mind. Go ahead. Just fucking... Okay, uh, Bryce. That fake news there. <laughs> Bryce, <laughs> Bryce asks the question: What is the most embarrassing thing that you have you have ever done? The most embarrassing thing I've ever done? Yes. Oh gosh, you go first. I have no clue. I don't know either. Work as an exterminator. That's embarrassing, but you get to fight chuds. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> It's not as awesome as a lot of people think. Get to fight chuds, man. Um, I when I was in sixth grade, I knocked the eyeball out of a kindergartner kid. <laughs> what? Yeah, knocked his eye out. How did you knock his eye out? And what were you doing with a kindergarten kid? I wasn't with a. I was in either fifth or sixth grade. Okay. And we were walking home. I, I've mentioned, I don't know, maybe I've told this story before on the show, but uh, 
I was walking home with my sister from elementary school who would have been in third or fourth grade if I was in fifth or sixth, and this kid named Ian down the road. He lived down the road from me. Down around, down the road, Ian was the yeah. other direction from down the road, Josh. Yeah, this is when I was a kid before I moved. Um, he was a spaz. He was, he was ADHD before that thing was like real. Well, that was a thing, yeah. He was just a super spastic troublemaker kid. Like he was always doing stupid shit, and he'd like go let he he's in like the neighborhood. He'd like go let people's dogs out and just do stupid shit like that and. We were walking home, and he runs by me and my sister. He runs about 20 feet ahead of me and my sister. Reaches down, and there's the curb, and uh, he like there's a bunch of it has been broken off. And he throws this huge rock at my sister and hits her in the knee. And then he just starts running. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm a fifth grader. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that goalie's sucking again. Anyway, he runs. He hits my sister with half a curb. Uh, he he runs like half, like a, a three fourths of a block. Okay. And I pick up this rock, and I yell at him, and he stops and turns around, and I just wing the rock. And then as soon as the rock left my hand, time slowed down to a. <laughs> Immediately, I, yeah, I knew. <laughs> I had just done something drastically bad. Bad so, things are coming. Time is slowing down. I see the rock like arc and come down. Bam! The kid just goes down. I hit the kid right in the fucking eyeball. And oh. he, he goes down. Kid loses his eye. I fucking run away from home. For like three, <laughs> I run away from home for like a quarter of a day. To an abandoned Coca-Cola bottling plant that used to be, used to be like a block away from me. Uh, they bottled Coke there, and they had uh, a baseball diamond at the side of it. This and, sounds like a great movie, all of a sudden. And I, well, we, we all, the neighborhood kids knew about the Coke. We, we'd always go, we'd tell our parents, we're going to the Coke plant because they had a big field. They had some gym equipment, and they had a baseball backstop. We'd play and shit there, fly kites, all kind of shit. This is the Coke plant. So, at one point, we had figured out if you go behind these bushes, you could get into the abandoned Coke plant, which the only thing in there was a bunch of bottles that they were storing, I assume, and a giant boat that somebody – it was just storage. Yeah. So, I was like, I guess I just live here now. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, it got like 9 o'clock, and I was, I was hungry, and I just went home, and Dad and Mom, like, like – we know what happened. He said, Ian, Ian went to the hospital. He lost his eye. We're not mad at you. That kid's dad came down and said, look, uh, we know Ian. We know what he did. And he, like, I was surprisingly not in trouble. Like, we knew the guy was like, I know what he did. We know he's got mental problems. He and, Was your sister okay? Yeah, yeah. We, we, he basically, the, the kid's dad's like, he got what he deserved. We're not mad at you. And I, I was like, you know, mom and dad explained to me, you're going to you're going to punish yourself way worse than we could. So don't even worry about it. Turns out like everybody on that block, except uh -huh. for me and my sister, are now in prison. Wow. And we lived in a nice like a decent part, not a not like the rich and rich part of town. We lived in a decent part of town. 
And every you kid, took somebody's eye. Yeah, I took somebody's eye, and every single kid that lived in that neighborhood now is in prison. That Ian kid's in prison. Uh, my friend David across the street and my other friend Mark across the street, they're in prison. The, there's a kid uh, named Josh is in prison down the way. Another what are they on... in prison for, do you know? No, uh-uh. I moved out of that neighborhood like in seventh grade out into the country, so... I have no fucking idea what they're in prison for. I know that David kid's in prison for beating women. Huh. And sex. Is his last name Naughton? No, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that's about the, that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing I ever did. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but, uh, he, so he, so was the kid wearing an eye patch when he came home? No, I, I had ruined, uh, I can't remember. Because this story fascinates I don't think he was... Excuse me. I don't think he was wearing, like, a Snake Plissken patch, but I know he had, like, yeah, a, just wondering. like a fucking, like, gauze and stuff in there. And then, I know he didn't have an eye. He had a glass eye. Wow. Yeah. And that he just... was the one kid in the neighborhood that I didn't know. Like, I knew that that kid was a fucking weirdo. So, wow, that fascinates the hell out of me. Yeah. I believe he I... has been in jail, too. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. I, it's wow. I, I, the worst thing I, I ever did. I I don't know if it's the worst, but embarrassing. I mean, I remember, and I think I've told people this story before. I think it was third grade Christmas play that we're practicing, and you know, grade school, you everybody oh. gotta participate. You're singing. Well, I was like, not me. You know, I always got sick. You know those basketball rafters. Like, or seating things, like those steel seats. Oh, like the bleachers that'll fold yeah. up into the wall? Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, they had separate ones up on the stage, so the kids would be tiered. Well, I was like on the third or fourth one, which was the last one. Uh-huh. And singing, next thing I know, I woke up in a nurse's office. <laughs> oh, you passed out or something? I apparently fainted and oh, wow. went back. <laughs> Nothing there. You kid, you didn't even know. You don't even remember anything. I don't even, dude. I was out. I don't know how long. That's I just weird. remember waking up in the nurse's office and them telling me your mom's on her way. I have never fainted in my life, but I was with my fr- matter of fact. The very first time that I ever went to a video store was with my friend Joe, and this will put it in time context. We rented. The Adventures of Zelda, or The Legend of Zelda on Nintendo. Nice. And I remember Joe was my best friend in, like, eh, probably up to sixth grade, because we all parted ways in high school. Um, He was my best friend, and we were always always at each other's house. And I remember going into the video store, and we were were looking around, and then all of a sudden just Joe just looks at me and is like, boom, like a sack of potatoes, he hits the fucking ground. Yeah, and Joe's dad gave me a ten ten bucks and said, "Rent something. I'm going to take him out to the car." So I did, and and just he just he was fine. I don't know what the hell happened. He just fucking lost it for a second. Yeah, another time I did that was it was a few years back. I came home. I worked like twelve hours, and it was like almost a hundred degrees that day. Didn't eat anything all day. Hadn't had anything to drink. Went and grabbed, go in the refrigerator to grab something. 
I was on the floor. Damn, dude. And the wife is just basically, she was pissed off at me. She's like, Mary, start drinking stuff now. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably pissed you left the fucking fridge door open and spilled all her food. (laughs) I gotta make meat, sweaty meat bread. What am I gonna make sweaty meat bread out of now, asshole? You probably unset the hot dog roller too, man. Uh, Ben Crawford wants to know, would a shark exorcist be effective against the ghost of Gregory Hines? I'm liking we have different questions, like, in different people this week. Well, number one, let's not invoke the ghost of Gregory Hines, because the show's taping fine so far. Yes. (laughs) At least I hope. I haven't checked it in a while. But he does bring a good question out. Would a shark exorcist be good for the ghost of Gregory Hines? Mm, I think we'd need like a tap dance exorcist or something. That's true. That is true. A dance exorcist. What if we made the exorcist a, a, a seat like, like, let's make it a Broadway play. <laughs> about, like, about vomit and stuff. How great would that, that, that That's That's played out. No, nothing could, like, the ghost of Gregory Hines, he just does what he wants, man. Exorcist or not, he's been good to us lately. Yeah, he's been quiet, so. Well, we did lose a couple shows, but, oh yeah, I forgot to say, announcement, I found two old shows. (laughs) Deep cleaned my computer and found two shows. One of them will be posted pretty soon, because we're not going to do a show when we go to Wasteland in a couple weeks. So what, what is on these two episodes, since we have lost so many shows? Okay, I will, hold on, I'll look and I'll tell you which exactly shows they are. Okay. Um, uh, Star Crash? Is, okay. I just named one Star Crash, and then the other one is Empire of the Dead and Daylight's End. So they're recent ones, but they're ones kind that... Of. Yeah. They're not like a year old or anything. They're about seven, eight months old, maybe. Yeah, they're, but they're recent ones. Mm-hmm. They're, they're ones that we, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of those will be going up soon. Uh, Bryce wants to know when is the Ed Quinlan memorial show? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? What, Ed Quinlan fell off the earth, man. I don't know. I've sent him a couple emails just seeing how him and his family's doing. I have not heard from him since, uh, day before Horror Realm. They are still alive. Like, they're not dead in their house of carbon monoxide poisoning, are they? As far as I know, he is. Okay, good. I I would hate to lose Ed. Someone check on Ed, please. In Pittsburgh, someone? Uh, Breaking news. Maybe Uncle Bob just texted me. To Matt Murray, get that glove hand out of your ass. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, many people are angry about the goaltender. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm worried about Ed, too. I have not heard from him anything going on. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get lucky and he'll appear through a time portal at Wasteland like he always does. Yeah. The, uh, you know, one of those things where he hasn't talked about it and all of a sudden he shows up. But I have worried because it's like since then I have not heard from him. I've emailed him a couple times to see how he's doing and no response, but. Eh, whatever. Ed's a family man now, man. You know, Ed has priorities. Yeah, I just hope he's not dead. Yeah, and me too. I, I love Ed, and I miss him, and yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with Ed recently. Um, Bryce wants to know, what movies have regained your faith in movies? So I'm guessing this would just be in general. 
Well, I've never lost my faith in movies. There's always going to be genre movies out there. I was going to say, I don't think I've lost my faith in movies as much as I question. And again, we talked about overhyped movies a few questions yeah. ago. I will say, I, I will say, I, lately, I think you, you know, question what people think are good movies. Yeah, uh, lately, honestly, get out. I mean, we've been getting some uh, theatrical, like, some surprises. Shows, yeah, like, not the same. I mean, we were getting the, we're getting the, bo- the bye bye mans, the lights out. We're getting the Ouija's, the, Bryce, you should be happy. We're getting Annabelle too, so you'll have another mask to wear. Well, I was going to say the stuff that that makes me question, and it's not questioning faith in movies, but just questioning the thinking of like what should be released in theaters. The Resident Evil sequels, even the Underworld sequel. Yeah, they make they're not for us. They're for the Japanese man. Yeah, and it's I kind of want to see the Underworld sequel, but I know it's not going to be that good. You need to see the Resident Evil last chapter, just because it's completely like batshit. We don't give a fuck about plot. It's just all visual candy. It, it just all like uh, what was it? Afterlife, the fourth one. No, I don't even remember that one. Dude. You don't need to, and that's all that was. It was slow motion. His uh, wife, girlfriend, and Ali Larder basically. Kung Fu chopping a monster that's 20 feet tall. And then oh, somehow like, they feed it. Yeah, that's like in the first five minutes of this one. And then it gets it, they really fast and furious this fucking shit out of this one. But yeah, like I said, I just I there is some like those movies. I don't like I said, it just you wonder. But yeah, I, I don't I've never there was nothing to regain. Now there's movies that just strengthen, like, what I love about, especially horror movies, Feast, mm. inside. inside, just, you know, certain movies like that, surprisingly, um, and we're going to throw a remake out there because it was surprised it didn't shit the bed, I Spit on Your Grave remake. And the Hills Have Eyes remake's not that bad. Eh. The second one, too. The second one I like a lot more. The remake, I think, in my opinion, shits the bed a lot more than people realize. I think that remake's better than the original. I do not. See, I think it did a Halloween thing. I think I think the original Hills Have Eyes is just pretty much garbage. I like it, but I think it's past its time. I think yeah. it's. I think that's the biggest problem with the original hills have eyes as much as i enjoy that like that people movie will talk to, people will talk about that movie like it's on the same level of chainsaw or something and i'm like no that movie oh, that movie garbage, is dude. even more dated than chainsaw which is sad but it, it just that movie is completely dated it, it dated itself from once it came out the biggest problem with the remake i have is i thought they really fucked up with some of the characters like Pluto and certain people like that that show up on screen for you're six big, seconds. You're not a big Robert Joy fan? <laughs> I like Robert Joy, but I just think they screwed up that remake. But I did like the second movie. I really did enjoy that movie because that movie is what I wanted in Hills Have Eyes 3 the whole time, which goes into my argument, why can't we just have a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 5? 
<laughs> Why can't we just have a sequel to Leatherface 3, which R.A. Mahelhoff is all behind? Yeah, we did. We we pitched it, remember? We had the yes, greatest idea ever. And I was I was pitching I, was, I even said something to R.A. Mahelhoff and he's like, dude, he's like, start telling my agent. <laughs> I mean you he, take the, what was it? You take Stretch. Yep. Um no, it was you take Foray's character. Yep. Meet Stretch. Yeah. Who meets a stretch in like a psychiatric ward, and then it's they get her, and they're gonna finally go put an end to the family. And, and they find out, and they find out that um, this girl that inherited Leatherface. Yeah, that's who they have to go fight. No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get into that one. Because <laughs> you don't want to ruin that idea. That no, but yeah, they could sequel to Leatherface Three. They could do a sequel. Hey, I'm all about it, man. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it just, like I said, there is certain movies that it's like, yes, this is why I enjoy the genre. The barn! Uh, just, I, that makes me, it justifies why I watch so many independent movies. When I, I see to, stuff like The Barn. I need to get back on that one because I only got halfway through. Or like Jim Roberts' Welcome to Deer Creek and, uh, Tonight You Die. Stuff like that. Um, Gregory Lamberson's Slime City Massacre and Killer Rack. Uh, it just, those people that make films like that, just, it's like, yes, all the brain damage films that I watch and all the random poo poo that gets sent to me or did I watch anyhow? You know, all the snow sharks, Bigfoot versus zombies and stuff like that kind of stuff. That stuff that makes it worth it. I'll say this, like all those movies I mentioned before, the bye bye. I mean, you're still getting all that teenage. Not that's really not. I mean, we watch it, but it's really not for us. We're also getting like the ad. We're getting shit like the witch and, and yeah, know, it seems, stuff like that, man. Say, it seems like in the past eighteen months, it like there's this weird, excuse me, dynamic where. Things that you wouldn't have thought of gotten would get into theaters. Like in the past te- the past eighteen months, it was like, "Hey, you look over there!" And all of a sudden, the movie's in the theater. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, I would have thought the monster would have made it into the theater, but it didn't. Yeah, there's yeah yeah it it's a, that's it. it deserved it. Yeah, I mean there is cool stuff like that that you're waiting like even beyond the gates. Yeah, and I mean like incarnate. No, that got in the theater on accident. Yeah, but there's stuff like that that you're just like, what? You know what I mean? It's like it's catching you by surprise, which is kind of a good thing. Uh, but moving on, Bryce wants to know, did you ever have a paranormal experience? Nah, eh. Just that what I've I've talked about it on the show, about that game that I used to have. Mm-hmm. That here, I, I had this game called Hero Quest, and it was like, it was kind of like D&D, but it was – you didn't make it up. It had set rules and it had figures and you had your board and it was like – it was really cool. If you look it up, it's got cool pieces and stuff, but this – the I got it for Christmas one day and I tried to play it with my family and the rules were just so fucking intense. Like I just ended up setting up the board and one night all the pieces were falling over by themselves as if they were being flicked over. But I don't, I just, no. Other than that, no. My mom told me about ten years ago that she, the bed I slept on, like, 
from kindergarten to like ninth grade, some guy committed suicide on it. <laughs> I nothing I do, ever. No. Yeah. I, uh, anyhow, Bryce is. This is the last question. Bryce wants to know what song makes you cry. Any Ramones song because they're not around anymore. The same for Guar. The Road Behind from Guar. How about that? <laughs> uh, only Dove's Cry make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, The Road Behind now makes me cry. That's it. Anyway. That's the end of questions, my friend. Those are some good questions. Let's talk about some that, that was Some Shark Exorcist? You want to go with Shark Exorcist? Yeah, because I forgot to tell you before we started up. We're not going to talk about Ghost Keeper. Because, uh, well, pull back the curtain a little bit. I didn't even think we were going to have a show tonight because I didn't yep. have the internet. Yep, like, and I thought I was day. going to the Penguin game. Yeah, Tim thought he was. he had hockey tickets. I, we could have we saw Tim Gross on the fucking game. Yep. To the Tom Gross, but... Yep. Yeah, we had high winds and stuff. We were taking my internet out today, and it finally came back on, so I didn't watch Ghost House yet. Maybe some okay. other time. So we'll talk about Logan, we'll talk about Shark Exorcist, but which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do Shark Exorcist to get out, because I have a feeling we're going to talk a lot more about Logan. Okay. Deal. That cool? Sure. Yeah, okay. Shark Exorcist, uh, first off, i got to apologize. I thought this was a Wynorski joint. It's not. I think Wynorski just put it out there a lot, so I do have to apologize to people. It is a Donald Farmer-directed movie. So, my apologies. But anyhow, Donald Farmer's still a cool dude, too. Anyhow, movie opens up with a nun believing the world has betrayed her. (laughs) 
So, of course, she kills a random woman, throws her body to sea, and asks that she be a sacrifice to her savior. And a shark becomes possessed. Mind, <laughs> mind you, it's in a lake. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren have anything to do with this? No, but it would have been so... Oh, dude, if Dolph Lundgren showed up in this movie, best movie of the year. I think you would it, would it be would it be don't kill it? Oh it dude, I would have pooped myself. Let's if cross Dolph those Lund- movies over. Uh, dude, I would take my pants I off looking and just mirror. watch I... this all the time. <laughs> That's the highest praise I think I've ever heard Tim Gross give a movie. I could take my pants off and watch this movie all the time. It it, it is at Paris Landing Lake. And of course, like I said, the shark becomes possessed. But what's the weird thing about this, as we see, uh, I don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers or just 320-something girls. Don't really get into that mess. Uh, but they're on their way to the lake. Yes, the shark is in the lake. And they do try to address it some point in the movie. But I don't think there was really a legit answer why there's a shark in the lake. No, but there is a clearly sign that says shark spotted in lake. <laughs> Well, are you talking about the CGI sign? Yep. <laughs> yep. This, by the way, folks, this is check your brain at the door. This it's is, called Shark Exorcist. It's Shark Exorcist, and you're in for a very horrible but fun experience. This, the best thing I could say about this movie before I describe it, this is a movie. That was made for the VHS room at Horror Realm. <laughs> this is a movie to have all of us completely shit-faced and watching it. This this is made for parties. This is made for people that watch B-movies, period. That was what this is made for. But anyhow... As we get into this, uh, anyhow, shark in the lake, girls go into the lake, one gets bitten by a possessed shark. She goes to the hospital, it heals, but surprisingly, and we're going to get into this, the shark disappears. <laughs> but this girl keeps spending all of her time in the bathtub, in a lake when she gets a chance to. She doesn't want to be with her friends anymore, but no one sees the shark anymore, even though the host of Ghost Whackers shows up to contact the spirits of the sea. But... Fucking you know, Ghost Whackers. You know, Allie, the girl who got bitten by the shark, she she just... No matter what's going on, she even hitchhikes on a residential street just so she could get back to the lake so she could go swimming. Father Michael gets whiff of this, and... He becomes involved because his brother gets killed by Allie, who is now the possessed shark on land. So, when Father Michael gets involved and finally investigates and tracks her down, let's not forget they go the way of the roller gator and just put in some random uh, fairgrounds festival footage that really looks like they're, someone just turned a camera on. and They couldn't even get Joe Estevez to show up. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even get Joe Estevez who runs the festival. But literally, it was Roller Gator. 
It was somebody turned the camera on and said, yep, we're going to act like we're doing something here. And we're going to film these two doing absolutely nothing, play a little bit of music, no talking. And this goes on for about five minutes. And then finally, even Father Michael shows up at the thing, looks completely out of place with this chick that's wearing almost nothing and a guy dressed as a priest. And everyone, if you pay attention, you do see people in the background just staring at him like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but anyhow, once Father Michael captures her, he gets her to he gets to he gets the spirit of the possessed shark out of her into him, trying to save her. And all in all, it doesn't matter because eventually the possessed shark gets back to the sea and lives, even though they think they have killed it off. And that is, my friends, Shark Exorcist. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it is bad. It's real bad. I did not like this movie. <laughs> I, I did too. I, I give it two and a half out of four stars. It, it, it's just, it's again, it is a, this, I couldn't say anything better than this movie is built for parties. It is built for the VHS room at Horror Realm. This is one of those movies you play where it just, it's shark exorcist people. <laughs> you know, he's just... <laughs> You know you're just in, and that's the thing. There's not like any nudity in it. It's just it's one of those things where it's just yeah, we're gonna just make this movie called Shark Exorcist. Have fun with it, and let's see who thinks this is the dumbest, most absurd movie ever. And the sad part is, it works. It's fun. I want to see this on Sci-Fi Channel. I'm surprised this wasn't on Sci-Fi Channel. I'm not, because that's another argument. I don't know if we want to get into that, because that's part of Conspiracy Hour, which we ended. I was going to say, what happened to Sci-Fi Channel? Like, uh, Dude, I'm about to start a Facebook campaign. I want my Sci-Fi Channel back. I, I go fund me, start a tit starter, do whatever you need to do. I want my old Sci-Fi Channel back. Sharknados have ruined it. I love Sharknados, but it has literally become the Sharknado channel. I think we talked about that before. But NBC sucks a bag of dicks. Comcast sucks a bag of dicks. I do not want to turn on Sci-Fi Channel on a Saturday night and see Fast and the Furious 5 on there. Are you serious? The fuck is that doing on there? The past two weekends, what is it? Fast and the Furious movies? And I think, what was it? No, that might have been a couple other weeks ago that well, Snow White and the Cuntsman was on. Oh, don't you disparage Snow White and the Cuntsman, Tim Gross. But Snow White like, and the Cuntsman's pretty good. I like that. The point is, like, the movies that they're playing, you sit there and you're just like, um, this isn't sci-fi channel movies. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. But on the other side of the argument, what we used to have growing up, you know, you'd get your Sci-Fi Channel originals, but then, like, Saturday night, you would get Leprechaun, followed by Graveyard Shift, followed by, yep. like, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and then, yep. you know, Freddy's Nightmares and the Twilight Zone. You're Zombie not even getting that. You're but, not no, getting but we that. have Clue, we have this, we have Chiller, we have... Yep. Even we have Elmer Comet Ray. TV. Comet have, was the one. Yeah. We have Comet TV, which I love. I just found another one called Channel 22 Movies, and it, all it does is play movies. We but got all they, that stuff too. But see, Sci-Fi Channel, there is just like 
it's a shell. It's like there is nothing to it. It has literally become the Sharknado network. True. There is, I mean, they're not. You remember there was a time where Sci-Fi Channel had one to two movie premieres on a Saturday night every single month. They were not only making them, they were buying films. Mm. I'll bet you the pool dried up there big time. I don't know why. We're talking about the same network that helped finance the two-headed shark attack. <laughs> they don't got Richard Mall money anymore, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, we're talking about the same network that had Ghost Shark. We're talking about the same network. It wasn't too long ago that we had, what was it, uh, Mega Piranha versus Gatoroid or Giant Octopus versus Gatoroid, where they had Tiffany and Deborah Gibson doing a thing in between segments of yeah. the movie. And let's not forget, there was Mickey Dolan's in that some bitch too. Yeah, it just, it's not like, it, I don't understand it. It wasn't that long ago, and that stuff was popular. Well, you're going to get, you know, they're just, with that new Fast and the Furious, that's the only reason that's on there. And the but, I, but that's what the USA Network is for. That is what FX is for. They think they got their own stuff going on. But seriously, because Sci-Fi Channel is part of NBC, and no fans, so is USA Network. And that is what USA Network is for. Show Law and Order all day long, NCIS, and then just show Fast and the Furious 15 times a week. Well, let's start the tit starter campaign to have me and you be CEOs of Sci-Fi Channel. I, I would director love to be programming. Yes, should be. Come on, open up your library, Sci-Fi Channel. You can't tell me Sci-Fi Channel doesn't have one of the biggest catalog of most random movies of all time. Probably. I mean, they have so much. They've been around long enough. They have a ton of shit. We're talking about Sasquatch movies with Lance Henriksen. Oh, we got those, like, what, three, four deep, probably. Yes. We have those that were made in the early 2000s. We got that much to make one of those movies. No, and that's what's killing me. It's just like you go out once a year, campaign so hard for this fucking Sharknado movie that you can't show no love to anything else. And it's like outside of Sharknado, that network, like Sci-Fi Channel, just doesn't exist any longer. Yeah, you're right there. I don't know. Well, everything we lose. Look at MTV. <laughs> Would you watch MTV now for even 10 seconds? Dude, I don't think I have for a long time. Oh, man. But you know what? If they had, like, a channel that just showed, like, retro MTV from, like, 1991 on, I'd watch the fuck out of it. Which, by the way, talking about, like, MTV, we're going to talk about the Night Flight channel for here for a minute. Since I'm on a bitching, not even okay. conspiracy, since I'm bitching about stuff right now. Um, Night Flight, I got something to, you know, say to you. Go suck a bag of dicks. Oh, what did Night Flight do to you now? Uh, Night Flight was on, Night Flight just recently got on Roku, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Awesome. Free channel, right? Oh, wrong. Oh, man, they went that way. Wrong. It was free for like two weeks. Now, if you got to watch it, you got to sign into it, and now you got to pay $2.99. To watch shit that you could get on YouTube. That's why you get 
That's why you get the magic fire stick, Tim Gross. But no, it's just the point. It's like Nightfall. You're not putting stuff out there that isn't on other channels. You know what I'm saying? Dude, TV is is changing now so fast. It's like unbelievable. If you're going to charge, you better have stuff on there that I want to see. You better have stuff on there that's going to make me pay attention. Fuck you. I'll go watch Devo on YouTube. I want to see an old Mr. Bill episode. Fuck you. I'll watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I would oh like to watch God. Mr. Bill, actually. You just got, you just got 50 <laughs> martial art, uh, you know, 50 samurai movies, the Wu-Tang collection. Hey, hate to tell you, it's on the L.A. Network. So go suck a dick, Night Flight. Mm. It's getting to the point where we're not going to have, like, you know, there's so many outlets now to get your TV. And it used to be the complaint was, I'd love you, DirecTV, if I could pick my channels. And now you can, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's kind of cool, but, you know, I got the Magic Fire Stick. Everything's free. I don't need – just get you one of those, dude. Someday I will. Yeah, just just a few bucks. Best $60 I, you'll ever spend. I guarantee I downloaded this on, I downloaded it on Roku because it said it was free and I was like, okay, cool. It's going to be cool. It's awesome. I'm going to watch some of this free stuff, some of the stuff flashbacks to back in the day. Nope. Fuck you. Don't care. Oh, dude. Don't care any longer. No, don't, at least some of the other channels that are on the Roku, they're up front. They tell you, yeah, you could have this channel on her, but we're going to charge you for movies. Fine. I totally understand it. There's even channels that say you can watch these for free. If you don't want the commercials, you give us, you know, give us the dollar ninety nine rental fee. Cool. Understand that. That's fine with me. You're upfront about it. Night flight wasn't. You're a bag of dicks. Oh shit. Well, like I said last week, I have no frame of reference for night flight whatsoever. No, it's fine. It just that it just uh, TV channels. It does seem shady, though. Yeah, it it that shit. It's like because that's the thing I'm saying. You better be offering stuff that people cannot see in order to pay. It. I know it's two ninety nine a month. Don't give a fuck. You better be offering something that I want to come to your channel then for. Does it show spookies? No. Well, fuck that channel then. And, yeah, fuck any other channel that doesn't <laughs> show spookies. But anyhow, Shark Exorcist, two and a half out of four stars. It is so horrible, but I'm so glad I watched it. Uh, eh, I'm pretty indifferent, and, and I'm, I'm maybe I'm getting to the point. Like I, I can handle these movies, but I gotta, I, I reach my limit after a while, where I gotta take like, I don't know, like six months off from indi- like you're the independent cinema guy. You can watch them all. I can't. I'll watch them, but I'll, I will reach my limit every once in a while. Where That's, I need to take it's a legit. break from these. And yeah, I think I've hit my limit. Like, Don't Kill It was amazing. Yeah, it was I would consider awesome. that fucking independent. But yeah, it, no, you're right. You're you're right. Just after a while, for me, I'm just like I gotta, I gotta have some production value here. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, man. Shark Exorcist, holy shit. That blonde annoyed the fuck out of me. Yes, they, they were very annoying. She wanted, I think, to be a porn star so bad, but she just... The porn industry didn't want her? Yeah, man. She, she's got, like, this 
like fake look about her, like she's made out of plastic. Oh yeah, it's, it's like weird. you could tell she's like 22, and already she looks like she's had plastic surgery for 20. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, real bad. Um, yeah, man, I'm gonna give it a star. Yeah, you had me at Shark Exorcist. <laughs> you got me every time at Shark Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, I will watch House Sharks whenever that shows up. If that was even real. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, one star for me. So let's talk Logan, sir. Hello. You know, you gotta pay for that, right? Hey, come on. Not okay! We got ourselves an X-Men fan. Maybe a quarter of it happened. And not like this. In the real world, people die. Logan. I don't want to talk about it. Logan. Just stop. Be careful. I need the girl. What girl? Go get her. No. 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 Come along. This is what life looks like. People who love each other. A home. You should take a moment. Feel it. You still have time. Two days on the road, only one meal and hardly any sleep. She's 11, I'm fucking 90. Well, Old Man Logan, this is based on the Old Man Logan. Yes. Uh, run of comics. And uh, this is Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman's swan song. This is his last time, alleged. oh, as of recording right now. This is the last time Hugh Jackman is playing the role of Wolverine, which seems like I don't know if you could have casted a better Wolverine than that guy. Even the original, like from from Jump. Like, could you figure anybody would have played Wolverine as good as he did? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. But uh, Wolverine is old as shit now, and he's working kind of like a. I don't know what you call it, like a bodyguard kind of in Mexico. He's doing Denzel's job for Man on Fire. He is protecting rich people so they don't get kidnapped. At least that's what I 
I think he's doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first scene is he is. It's what what year was it? 2049, 2029? 2029, I believe. I think somewhere around there. Um, mutants are gone. Yes. And do they ever give? They don't. It's they hint. Did they all just take the cure? They hint like it's all Professor X's fault. Because that was nev- the one thing yeah. I was like, kind of, what's going? Why are there no more mutants? They never come out and say it, and I think that actually adds to the story of this film. Well, see, I was wondering the whole time. I would have loved an explanation on why they are. I would have too, but I think keeping that explanation out of the movie kept it directed at the three central characters, Professor X, Logan, and X-23. Yeah, um, Logan is really old. He he still has all his powers. They just are... He's seen better days. A lot better days. He is sleeping in this limo that is underneath this sign, and he wakes up to Mexican gangbangers trying to steal his hubcaps. Yes. And uh, he freaks. Like, they beat the... Li- like, he gets out, and he's like, come on, guys. You don't want to do this, really? And they kick the living fuck out of him. Until he finally gets pissed that he just eviscerates everyone. And it's cool because I liked it because he's so old, like, one of his claws doesn't work right anymore. He has to pull it out. Yep. And he just, like, it took a lot for him to get mad. Yeah, and... He doesn't have it in him anymore. Yeah, and we learned that his his anti-antinum, the stuff that's inside of him is actually killing him. It's poisoning yeah, and his healing factor works still, but it's it's just not what it used to be. Like, after, you know, they fucking shoot the living fuck out of Wolverine, and he pulls over to a gas station. This is my favorite part. He has to strain like he's pooping. Yeah. To the bullets out of his body. <laughs> I like that a lot. I don't know why. Yeah, but, it, basically, um, he's dying as each day goes by, and yeah, he knows he's, it. He's just trying to figure out how to get away. He just wants money for a boat to where he can take Professor X from their Mexican compound. Um, what is wrong with Professor X? Well, actually, what is right with him? He's super old. His powers are not under his control anymore. He may or may not have all time. Yeah, I think they hint at that he has Alzheimer's, and basically he's like an atom bomb for the human race. I could never say Alzheimer's. Yeah, I know. I'm right with that word. Alzheimer's. Yeah, uh, they're keeping him under psychic lock and key in Mm -hmm. a overturned water, whatever, water tower in Mexico. And I liked it because... Caliban is with him, mm-hmm. and he is a pretty cool character that I don't think the comics have understand that character yet. But he is one of the best, most powerful mutants. But he is basically like a vampire AIDS victim in this. Mm-hmm. Like he is on death's door, and all Logan's doing is just he just wants money for the boat and drugs to keep Caliban alive because Caliban's mutant powers, he can detect other mutants. And I learned in this movie that I could watch Crazy Professor X do donuts in a, in a wheelchair <laughs> reciting commercials he saw on TV for hours on end. Yes. Where is that movie? I want the two-hour-long movie 
of Professor X just fucking <laughs> reciting taco commercials he saw on TV. Who are you, you fucking asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Little do we know, you know, Wolverine is being uh, not kind of pestered by this woman who he seems to have had an affair with, but he doesn't want anything to do with her. Finally, she says she'll cough up, what, $2,300? And he, she drops a kid on in his lap, and Professor X knows what's up. N- not in an affair that she basically, she knows him. Mm-hmm. She knows who Wolverine is, but she doesn't say it's in an affair or anything of that nature. Well, Wolverine has had a kid, X-23. Yeah. Who is what? Maybe eleven? So around around that age, yes. And she is a eviscerating ass kicking machine. Yes, because this is literally this is what they've hinted at for three movies now, and this is literally how like it's explained basically at the beginning of X twenty three also, but they don't go too far into it with Wolverine in that comic book. But they do explain that she is just like the movies and the comic book. She is basically a genetic, for all intents and purposes, kid of Wolverine. Yeah. They they finally hit the lottery code is basically what happens. Mm, she has two claws instead of three, and she can go claws out of her foot. Yes. And, and Professor X explains it's because of uh, defensive yeah, how she could be defensive, but she also has the same healing powers as Wolverine. Also, mm-hmm. and what else happens? It's just they're being pestered by a rogue military group with a run by a guy with a robot arm for some reason. Yeah, they're all like cyborgs, basically. Yeah. It's violence from beginning to end, and I loved it. Oh yeah, there's people oh, getting is... sliced and diced and taking claws to the face and. Yeah, where they in past X Men movies and Wolverine movies, you would not see this stuff, Mm-mm. or you wouldn't see blood. In this one, that's all you see. Yeah, you're seeing people losing fingers and arms, and just intestines being ripped out and faces ripped off. And it's what we as forty year old comic book quasi fans wanted to see. Yes, since the first X Men. And I mean, just even, uh, spoiler alert, Logan's death, how mm-hmm. bloody that was. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's it's a spoiler alert, but you saw it coming. Logan yeah, died. Which, which, funny story, real quick, brought the, brought the daughter home from seeing Logan. My brother's here, and he's hanging out. And he, basically, my daughter wants to tell him about Logan, and so he asks. <laughs> she's like, yep, he died. <laughs> Glad I spoiled that movie for you. <laughs> he was like, "I apparently I'll need to watch it now." Well, what do you expect? Honestly, oh, well, you, you knew he was dying. In there. Yeah, I you, liked it. Yeah, it, I, it, I loved it. I was shocked that. Well, not I knew Professor X was going to buy it. I just was kind of shocked the way they did it. Yes. Like he was just get there and then gone. Yes, and they did it. Him, it was just pretty. It's a it, Deadpool gave it to us, man. Are, are we on the cusp of seeing like ultra violent comic book movies now for adults? Um, they're making a fuckload of money, man. 
I would love to say yes, but the problem is uh, it goes back to uh, they figured out a way how to screw up Blade. Did they really? I think they did. Looking back at it, I think they did because I think they calmed Blade down too much in Part 3. And instead of trying to build off of 3 and trying to do something cool, whether it was Wesley Snipes, whether it was New Line Cinema at the time, it just seemed like neither wanted to move along. But then we got this half-hearted Spike TV, Blade TV series that... I never... What, with sticky fingers? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I It doesn't know. honestly matter. It just... It was an abomination, basically. It, I don't think that had any negative effects on the movie series. I, I just... I th- Well, I just think it didn't help. Oh, no. And I just... I still think they have not gotten Punisher correct. No, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't... I would like, and this would be the obvious next thing to do. And as, and as much as people might make fun of the Dolph Lundgren one, at least that one was violent. Mm-hmm. He shot the living fuck out of people. Yeah. I'm like, Warzone 2 is probably my favorite one. The, but it just seemed like Warzone and Blade 3 suffer from what I hated about Civil War was a terrible terrible bad guy yes that that dracula in blade 3 was embarrassing like oh, the i level wanted of it embarrassing, to be good. yeah i did too like the level of that embarrassment is on the same level of dracula in van helsing yeah you could have done something else yeah and jigsaw just not a very good you should have just had him going up like against the crime family or some shit like that like in part two, the Saints. Like yeah. If you could, if you could have took Travolta's gang out of that movie and put him in Warzone, I think you would have. Like, if they got the character of the Punisher right, just the setting was kind of not, not to my like. It seemed like it was happening in Bizarro World or something. Looney Bin Jim was great. I love that dude, but well, it, it is one of those things. And could it happen? Yes. Do I think if it would go on the right path is Disney, unlike the others, understands the money. Like, and I can't believe that's coming out of, like, our mouths. Yes, as much as I would like to (laughs) say. We're saying that nowadays. Yeah, they understand in order to make this huge-ass amount of money, we need to let it not be PG-13. And I think Logan was another proving ground for that. That, yes, these movies, if you let them be the movies they're supposed to be, they can make the budget. They can be profitable. But that saying, does it come to... Is it? Are they going to let that happen? Are they going to continue with it? We'll see. I think that's still up in the air. I hope so. I do, too. I, I mean, yes, Deadpool 2, yes. I can't wait for it. Well, what would you give uh, Wolverine or Logan? Yeah. I do give the Logan movie four out of four stars. Is it going to be my best movie of the year? I have a feeling. No. Uh, will it possibly be on my list? Yeah, it will probably be on my list, but it's not the best movie of the year. I, um, I just, I just have that feeling there is 
a movie waiting out there. Wolf Cop 2. Uh, it's still... <laughs> Wolf Cop 2? Uh, still waiting to be out there in 2017 that I have not seen yet. I'm so, like, looking forward to Wolf Cop 2. But I really liked Logan. I can't even believe you would bring up Wolf Cop 2. <laughs> you, you said it, not me. I did not say anything about Wolf you Cop said 2. Wolf Cop 2. No, I did not say anything of the in nature. I'm just saying there might be a much better movie than Logan Wolf Cop 2 this year in 2017. <laughs> That's all. I'm with you. I, I, it's a good, it's a very very good movie. There is nothing bad about the movie. I could say I really enjoyed it. I think I it. I'm literally I'm getting two comic basically two comic book characters this year that I've loved one early on in my life and one later in life that are like two of my favorite things that have come out of comic books. And one is the X23, and I thought I did a great job of it. And yes, if they do anything, it will be like the new mutants because that seems to be what is setting up for it. And I, I hope if they do go that long along those lines, I hope they keep it as futuristic. I they think keep that timeline. I think, uh, I think the new mutants is going to be a TV show. I think I, I read that. I hope not. I think it is. I, th- I think it's in with the Daredevil, Iron, I hope not. Iron Fist shit. Which I keep hearing people pooping on Iron Fist now. I keep hearing people saying, I don't know why people are pooping on Iron Fist. It's great. I, I have yet to even watch a second of it. I, I was going to say, I just I just read what people were talking about, it and it's like, oh, that's nice. I'm, not gonna, I'm never even going to watch Daddy. Don't I'll care. tell you what, man. I started watching that Luke Cage, and it was boring as fuck. Yeah, that I seen too, and it was like again, I just I didn't care. But my second character is going to be Spider Man. That is the sixteen year old Peter Parker. It is, yeah, I know. and he, that that is just the way they have built that character. I was like, yep, this is the Spider Man I want. Uh, pass. Well, maybe pass. Well, I know you said pass, but it just looks me, too just... saccharine and sugar coated for me to like, but. Oh, Michael Keaton's in this renaissance, and he's playing the vulture, so... But anyhow, like I said, I do give Logan four stars, and I just... I, I think there's going to be better things this year, but yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, I'm also going to give it four stars, and I'm sad that... that uh, you, I understand, but I'm sad that Hugh Jackman is no longer going to be Wolverine. I could have watched that guy do that all the day. Oh, he got, yeah. He got better doing it, too. Yes, and that was, that was the cool thing was unlike a lot of actors and actresses, what they do is fall in this hole of kind of mailing it in, as you would say, or collecting a paycheck. And he seemed to go all out every time he did it. And yeah. like you said, he got better with every one of them. Mm-hmm. And the same could be said about Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool, and the same could be said about Carl Urban doing Dread. The same could be, you know, you get these guys Carl that Urban really like the character. Carl Urban doing anything. Yeah. The dishes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just. It, it, yeah. Is Carl Urban? Can Carl Urban take the place of Stephen Dorff as our new Rutger Hauer? You're I, talking about Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. I always get those. Dude, Ethan Hawke is the same person as Brad Dorff. <laughs> it's Steve Dorff. Dorf. They're the same person, right? No, Ethan Hawke didn't do the gate. <laughs> 
okay, you got me there, whatever. Uh, but could, here's the only problem with Carl Urban. <laughs> there, there isn't a problem. He has to find a way, as much as we've seen him as uh, Bones in the Star Trek movies mm-hmm. and Dread, he has to find a way to do a couple low-budget films. He has to. He has to do those like Rucker Hauer. Deadlocked. Guys. Yes. Or wedlocked odds. Split second. Split second. I'll say that I will go with you there. He has not given us a split second yet. He has. Yeah, for all the stuff he has given us, and a lot of it is big budget fare, because he's even in the Lord of Ring Lord of Rings movies. It just he hasn't given. That, like, Blind Fury movie or uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie or, you know, go through a lot of Rucker Hauer's filmography and what makes him Rucker Hauer. It's just like, we need Core Urban to give me a hobo with a shotgun movie. No, thank you, Pat. <laughs> no, I want him to do it. I need to go back and see that, man. I just have not watched. Nope. Things. Idea. Here you go. I'm pitching the idea to you right now. We talked about it early in the show. Okay. Would you think this would be the route to go? Robert Rodriguez does the third escape from New York movie. Carl Urban is Snake Plissken. I think he was one of the guys that was supposed to do it. I think. I've I always heard Gerard Butler and yeah, I'm forgetting him, but... the other guy's name, but I never heard Carl Urban. God, and if Butler. you don't do oh, no. Snake Plissken, I could see Carl Urban doing the one-off, and that's his Rucker Hauer movie. Okay, I'm down. Anyway, <laughs> we have fallen down so many wormholes tonight. What this are you doing the, next week, sir? This is the wormhole episode. This is the wormhole episode. <laughs> next week, I'm, I'm pulling one out I talked about a few weeks ago that I've been wanting to watch again and review since I've never written a review for it. Six String Samurai. That is the first new movie I ever got from Netflix. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. I'd seen it a couple of times when it first came out on video. I have not watched it since. That's got a lot of Buckaroo Banzai in that movie. Yep. Um, I will be doing a movie that I completely changed my mind. I was going to do Body Melt, and I, I will do that sometime. Are you going to do Ghost House still? <laughs> yeah, we can do Ghost House. You or do you cut. want to do something different? Uh, I, I'm going to do something different because it's new. It's out there. I think people need to see it. It's completely great. Um, it's on Netflix, and it's a movie called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. I think oh. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched it. I've watched it three times now. Um, there's a lot of green room in this movie, man. It's really good. It's like green room light. Okay. Um, it's made by a lot of the same people who were involved in this, and well, that makes uh, sense. That, that can't be bad. I hope Tim Gross could get a hold of it. Maybe you could talk to Out of Print Dan. Um, I will try. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. It's a Netflix we'll exclusive. It. it just appeared on Netflix. Yeah, we'll see how the week goes. I will try. I think you'll like it. I think it's not going to make Tim Gross's top ten, but I think it's going to be like green room for you. Okay. Anyway, what do you got to pimp? Well, I got some stuff to pimp. Yeah, like what's, the, what's the name of that movie again? Sorry, write that down. I, want to see I don't something. feel at home in this world anymore. Okay. It's on 
it's a Netflix exclusive, but that helps. Anyway, uh, we are on Stitcher now. Just uh, search for Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. I don't know what the deal is, but um, if you follow our Facebook page, you'll get the show two days earlier than Stitcher gets it. Like, I'll update and put the notice out on Facebook that we've got a new episode and you can download it from our website. And then it takes Stitcher a couple days to, like, refresh itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and you gotta, you got to send me the link to, for Bloodbaths on Stitcher so I can start posting that, too. Okay. Um, and next week we got the show. Week after that we've got Wasteland. Yep. Which we won't be doing a show for that. But still, I've got two shows to to uh, throw down the pipe, so you're gonna hear a lot of new new stuff for me from us. So that's all we got. What do you got, Tim? Uh, of course, you can always find me here at Bloodbath and Boomsticks, GrossMoverReviews.com. Can't make it to Wasteland? Go visit and buy my book at Lulu.com. There you go. Next week, I don't feel at home in this world anymore, and. Fuck, I've already forgotten what you were doing. <laughs> Six String Samurai. Six String Samurai, It yes. is on YouTube, too. Oh, sweet. Um, and we are out of here. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. Tomorrow starts the same old thing again I should have known you'd be behind this fiendish Dr. Wu Your knowledge of scientific biological transmogrifications Is only outmatched by your zest for kung fu treachery You ever seen a spoon that large? No, not, not since breakfast I do not for one think that the problem was that the band was down I think that the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. Are you saying that I would cut off a chicken's head, put my dick in it, fuck it, and go, ah, you accuse me of fucking a chicken, motherfucker? No, I, I ain't calling you chicken fucker, but that boy over there looks sex, sexually frustrated, and I don't approve of chicken fucking. They're all gonna laugh at you! That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. Best of seven? Damn right! Greetings from the Humongous! The Lord Humongous! The warrior of the wasteland! The Ayatula of Rock and Roller! We have the Holy Hand Grenade! Yes, of course! The Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch! It is one of the sacred relics Brother Maynard carries with him! Brother Maynard! Bring up the Holy Hand Grenade! Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Never. Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying, you know, violently? Are you fucking crazy? We are closed. Off the air till tomorrow. You'll have to just come back. No, but, but yeah, but... Whoa. So this is Radio Land, huh? The infinite turtle, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this time?